Well, no, this is uh, Alleghenians Learning to Quarantine, episode like five or six, I'm pretty sure. After like a month-long hiatus? Yeah, we needed to. That, we, had that, we had to get like some energy into this, you know, we had to explore new pathways, have new <laughs> ideas and energy that needed to be created. <laughs> Sorry, you saying explore new pathways in this context just reminded me of the whole like LinkedIn type of thing where you got to like spice up everything that you say so it sounds super like uh, oh, sophisticated. Yeah. cashier, money manager specialist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a similar thing. I, I, have a, I was a parking lot attendant like last year for the summer and um, I said car park i said car specialist vehicle coordinator <laughs> i coordinated safety and con- the concerns of my general well-being of Ooh. other customers now that man i want to run my law firm that's exactly. the man that i want exactly. stopping me from prison that's the man it was, it was wild uh, so how's everybody been what's everybody been doing you know what it is. We 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 back here. <laughs> I feel like I'm just saying things to get a reaction from Elijah now. Um, I, I don't think I don't think I don't think Jack would have asked if he did know. So no, I, I don't. No. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You you know what it is. You you know what it is. I don't we think out so. here, you know where that is. We doing the deed. You no, know because exactly from my perspective, it looks like you're in there, wherever there is. We're mowing the metaphorical lawn. You obviously know where that is. Uh, we're, we're wearing the cap of, of, of everything that you know. We're also uh, migrating to the land of you know where. So it's, it's been you know what it is, you know. None of that made any sense, but. I, How about you, Jack? How are you? I'm okay. I've, I've just been living. I, I got a job as a landscaper a few, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, and I. I've worked like 65 hours every week from, from then. That's sick. Yo, nice, dude. Dude, I know. I lost 10 pounds. It was incredible. Ooh. It's like every day I wake up at 7 and go to work. I mean, I go to work at 7. Not like I wake up at like 5.45. But like, you know, it's the grind. It's, it's, but I make a lot of money. Yeah. You know, I bought a car. It's pretty dope. Jack, that's so sick. Fuck yeah. I know. Congrats. I know. So it was funny. I uh, I got my refund from Allegheny back. And it was like $2,700. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, like, how, how do you give me so much money when I don't, like, I mean. When I don't see this value throughout the semester. <laughs> I would have never evaluated the rest of that semester at over $200 ever. <laughs> You know? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, yeah, thank you for giving me m- m- some money back, you know, but yeah. I didn't expect that much. But that's, yeah. I didn't even get that before I bought the car, you know, because I was, we were, my dad randomly sent me an email f- from this thing in our, like, local community newspaper thing. It's just like, anybody want to buy my car? And he sent me. <laughs> Why does that sound so creepy? It I sounds know. really sick. How vague anybody is. Like, does anybody, literally anyone, felons, like murderers, anyone that can anyone breathe, literally, literally anyone, you could be under the legal age to drive, and you could buy this car. 
I know it was a it's a 2008 beige Toyota Corolla. With okay. Like, okay. I don't know cars like that, but that sounds nice. Me neither. I yeah, don't know. I just I, I just thought it was interesting if it was gray or white. Beige just really intrigued me. I know. I like beige. And that's, that's like you- um Manila folder color, right? I think so. Yeah. Beige is more brown. Manila is like a yellowish white. Okay. Yeah. I, I see what you mean. I, I see what you mean. It's like. I feel beige is more like SpongeBob. No, beige is more brown. Oh, I don't know. Who knows? That's just yellow. I mean, if you're colorblind. I will say that hearing how you talk about landscaping and comparing that to, I think, where we were the last time that we did this, even when we were talking to Maj, um, it sounds like everyone's found like, like a new sense of responsibility and maturity just as this is, <laughs> as this is going on. Yeah, Elijah. I'm sorry. As I've said that, I would like to say something. Elijah uh, just privately <laughs> messaged me <laughs> and said, "Correct me in front of Jack again and see what happens." <laughs> that doesn't sound like. So, uh, I'm looking at the message. You have no proof. Okay. Well, Elijah, how have you been? Uh, why is there a camera? Oh, I'm just taking a picture of the message. Go ahead. How have you been? Uh, uh, not too bad. It's been like ups and downs overall throughout throughout uh, everything going on. Um, yeah. At first, you know, like school was given a lot of structure in terms of like having to like actually like, you know, get up and like get things done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I started after that, I started going to bed at like uh, 5, 6 a.m. Oh, early. Um, <laughs> In some manners, speaking, yeah, that that's early. Um, but it's not now, the joke, um, don't ruin my joke. Sorry, go ahead. Now I'm in a, <laughs> I'm in um teacher training uh, right now. Um, and that's sweet. Yeah, no, there's there's a lot of stuff now with this. So um, yeah, I've been having to um get up earlier and stuff, and then also like work on the training stuff like in person because there's like these big zoom meetings because it's like um the teach for america people like um yeah. all over like the, the country right now um and then there's also the work that we have to do like off time like in person and then there's also like getting ready for like certification exams and stuff and then coordinating stuff with like um with like the school district that i'll that i'll be in and so it, it's been it's a lot that's pretty wild but you know me, I'm a big, big anime guy. Been watching a ton. Uh, been um, working on a lot of music here and there. Uh, yeah, that, that anime thing though. Yeah, just, just, just a lot. Like a sad amount in terms of like finishing like seasons in like two days. <laughs> Help me, please. I actually only breathe anime. I haven't eaten. I look for anime to nourish me. Please help. I'm drinking anime. I've been I've been trying to watch anime this whole quarantine, but every time I try, I'm I'm just like seeing something that I know, you know, and it's like less foreign to me and like Yeah. And it's just like, oh my gosh. Well, I, I feel, feel like, like with any show, like would, it's like you get to a point where if you've already like seen it enough times, it kind of loses the like, yeah, I'm I'm watching this. It's just like doing this out of obligation at this mm-hmm. point, really. Yeah, I'm like, I get that. And 
I, I'm, I'm going to try in the next, like, you know, time that I have free, you know, so, like, to watch anime. The next, like, one hour of free time that you have, <laughs> you know, what it sounds like. And it's it, because I always get like some anxiety that I'm not going to like like it or know it or like know it's going to like, you know what I mean? It's so new to me. Yeah. No, I hear you. But, like, I, hear you. I know I'll love it just because I'm a weird person, you know, and I, I just like everything. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> are you saying that people that like anime are weird, Jack? No, I'm just saying that like it's a it's subculture, you know, it's a. I mean, at this point, though, like it used to, it used to be, but it's been growing in popularity a lot these like the last few years. So it's gotten yeah, super yeah. popular, I think, because um, of like specific shows and whatnot. But yeah, you, it sounds like you're at that point where like you don't fully know your taste yet, so you're just kind of like I everything that like everyone that starts watching anime is like gets to that point as they're at some point where it's just like, oh, this is new, like this, this, this. I know. But eventually, you'll kind of get a feel for like filtering like this is more my style I'll go with this versus you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah and partially like I don't know I just there's something about it that just like I know I love it but I think I just need to be in this mental space where I'm like yes let's watch some anime you know yeah that makes sense but but I, I have really a question for you all what are your general yeah, your, your phone's kind of or not your phone your video is kind of like choppy <clears throat> mine or jack's uh your shame <clears throat> it's better now yeah okay but I have, I have a general question for you guys yeah so for the past couple weeks i'd say i've really been taking i still take the coronavirus threat seriously you know, I'm like, okay, if I do this, I'm, I could be in, I could be in trouble. You know, if I go out and I go to the supermarket or something like that, and you know, my general well-being might be at stake. But I've just been thinking, like, might as well live with it at this point. You know, like, it's not gonna, it can't. And then I, you know, I think about the people with pre-existing conditions and things like that, and I'm like, oh fuck, we can't just live with it. You know, we gotta erase it. But like, you're basically asking, do we give a fuck anymore? I don't really. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I, well, I was gonna actually pose this question when you guys got done fangirling over anime. Um, I was going to. Oh, I should just not. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't don't type anything, to me. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask you guys specifically. Um, are you guys comfortable in your routines now? And I guess that. Kind of, like into whether or not we still take it seriously because i mean even just hearing you talk about is the audio choppy or no no it's good okay just hearing you talk about um how you're like now landscaping and you're getting up at seven like that is such a weird contrast to where we were like even a month and a half ago talking to like 10 do you remember episode with 10 like we were all in shambles, like, I just hope I get back to Allegheny because I miss the sunsets and I just yeah. want my classes. I wake up at 5 p.m. Like, it was just, like, crazy stuff. And now we've kind of found a, a routine and a rhythm. So I feel like people would get less scared or, or they're probably let down because it's like they've developed some semblance of, like, a new normal. So 
like why would they be afraid in something that they've already kind of developed a life in you know there's actually a bloomberg opinion article that talked about that as like a potential like risk or um you know like a second wave in terms of people like not taking um like precautions like seriously enough now because it's become kind of like a new normal and i know i've definitely found myself in that as well in terms of like um not thinking about it as much as like i was at first and yeah no it's it's kind of crazy because i mean there's the kind of like existential crisis at first with it like oh my gosh this is like like a life-threatening thing and then it becomes like yeah this is the thing and then also the weird thing with like the news cycle now um like it hasn't been getting talked about as much and at least like um like popular media forms like cnn fox msnbc and whatnot um that coverage has just kind of like gone down a ton so i think in general a lot of people aren't going to be thinking about it as much sadly or yeah it's a double-edged sword yeah i I think with that it's interesting that people have moved forward (laughs) um talking about life after corona is if we're not still in the middle of it like i think before the protests and like george floyd happened and just like how much that's taken over kind of the airways and even you know twitter and all that stuff like people still focused on corona but it was less about how deadly it was and more like oh, what are we going to do after this? What's moving forward going to look like? And it's kind of right. weird because I think that gave everyone the impression that we were improving when we weren't. If we're not talking about how are we going to survive this, it's like, okay, how are we going to recover? It's kind of like, are we in a position to move from this yet? You know? When we haven't even like gotten out of it yet. Right. Like, I mean, in yeah, some places just, right now too, the cases are like skyrocketing right now. So, yeah. Uh, and, and no, and at this point, they're just kind of taking it with a grain of salt. And they're like, oh, well, I mean, we got to open the economy, right? When just like two weeks, two months ago, we were stressing, at least California. I'm like really resentful that like they were like, we don't care what anyone else does. Trump doesn't have the, you know, the power to tell us that we have to open back up. Yeah. And last week they're like, so we'll be opening up gyms soon. Um, <laughs> not sure. But we will. And just. Like that. It's kind of pissy. Sorry, Jack. What were you gonna say? Oh no, I was just I think I was gonna say how much of a perfect storm everything was right? with um George Floyd and the protests about like you know it was, it was just so it happened so quickly, you know. Like one day I was working. And I think I my my coworker shows me this video of some of the police officers standing over George Floyd's neck, you know. And I go, I look at it. I'm like, who? What the what the hell is that? He's like, yeah, some somebody. George, this guy George Floyd just died in Minneapolis. And then I was just like, oh my god, you know. So I'm just like, look, I'm just kind of, um, you know killing some ground, you know, like getting a shovel into the ground, like thinking about it. I'm like, holy crap. I would, that is, that is almost terrifying. You know, like they had the whole form. It was like four minutes too, like the the video that they showed. And I was, and then I watched it later and I was just like, holy crap, that, that is awesome. And, you know, I, I, I didn't not 
still think about it until I think it was like three days later when you know the, there was there was like a call for a lot of protests around the city you know yeah. so I was I was about to go to one but then I couldn't get off for work so I kind of actually worked through it because I was in the I was in the middle of Pittsburgh during one of the protests planting flowers which is kind of funny you know they were walking by and I'm like Good for you guys. You know, <laughs> like here's a flower. Yeah. And uh, no, and then two hours, three hours later, it turned kind of violent. I guess a couple of police cars were lit on fire. But I mean, there's a couple of police cars in terms of human life. You know, it doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah. 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 Then I didn't it, consider arson violence. No. Damage to property. Who gives a fuck about your property? <laughs> yeah. It, so then it, 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 after that, it really blew up for good reason, you know, and I, it, it's definitely something that's been constantly evolving in my thoughts, you know, like maybe when I saw, there was a, there, there was a scene when I came home one day and it was in the CNN tower in Atlanta. Yeah. When there was like a mass amount of protesters there and they were throwing rocks, the police, you know, in there, I was just like, damn, I guess. I guess this is, I, I don't know how to feel about that. You know? Yeah. But it was powerful, and I, I really could see, like, you could see tense emotions there. And a part of it, yeah. there was a weird scene of this white dude with a skateboard, and he was he was trying to, like, break down a window. With an ollie and kickflip. And part of no, me was, not at all. And there was a lot of other people that were like trying to hold him back from what he was doing. Specifically black people. Yeah, yeah exactly. People. So I thought of that and I thought of like, that is such a great paradox to what happened during this time. You know, it was a lot of like people that necess- were going to kind of go into a protest, you know, and protest. turn violent for the sake of just turning violent and not really respecting what other people were meaning when they wanted to go nonviolent, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And so right there, I was just like, "Damn, that is a that is a sad, sad picture right there that they're gonna show." Fought in Fox News like every day for the next like two months. Yeah. Well, or wait, that excuse me, that they show the image of black protesters stopping a white protester from breaking down. Oh no! It's, it? it's gonna. It's gonna. I was gonna say that they wouldn't show the white protester. Yeah. They would show the rest of it, you know, and, like, be like, oh, yeah, this is it, you know? Yeah, that's one of the, like, problems with a lot of the airing, I think, is that they overemphasize the, like, violent uh, parts of things when the majority of the protests going on were peaceful protests um, and often, like, turn violent from outside influence. Um but, I mean, it's easy to just, you know, be like, oh, look at them. They're being thugs and blah, 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 or whatever. When, in reality, like, the majority, you know, it's just like, yeah, here, we're, we're, we're just, like, we're just sitting here to be like, yeah, we don't we don't stand for this. We're literally sitting because we don't stand. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you mean you 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 want to throw a rock at me? Nah, dude, I'm just, I'm just chilling here. And then it's like, yo, rubber bullet, get out. And it's like, yo, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. 
crazy. I'm sorry. I was listening to you guys, but I thought about something I just said that I kind of want to retract. That I don't think arson is violence. Totally. Yeah. I was just saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I was kind of like, wait, oh. what? It's not violence? Pretty sure it's. After I said that. Pretty violent. <laughs> I was thinking about how I just don't value like the city's property in terms of what they use to like over police no i no i i understand i i understood what she meant but it was just funny how i felt yeah i was more of a reflection of how i felt about their property because thinking about it in like the (laughs) massacre like them burning down that black neighborhood and like the black wall street stuff Oh, that's they did up. kill black people, but I also think it was violent for them to burn everything down. So I was like, you know what? Person is violence. I just don't care about police property. That's how I should bring mm-hmm. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could have just said earlier, you know, I just want complete chaos. <laughs> <laughs> but it's in my favor. Oh, sorry, what do you say about us? Aw. I'm sorry, man. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Your friends from school? Oh yeah, this yes. is my friend Kayla. Uh, this is my friend Jack. Elijah's mom. <laughs> oh no, this is my aunt. Elijah's <laughs> aunt. How are you guys? Good. How are you guys coping with everything? Trying. Uh, I'm bad. Kind of good. Kind of bad. You know, it's whatever. <laughs> Surviving. That's all I could be dead. That that would be that'd be worse. You know. <laughs> How are you guys? <laughs> Okay, we're about to go get some fresh air because we've been stuck in the house for way too long with this little guy and his little brother. So yeah, oh. it gets it rough. Yeah. Yes. Well, you guys enjoy your conversation. Sorry for butting in on y'all. No, no, no. Don't worry. Have fun, guys. Bye. Have fun. Okay, I will. Bye. Bye, buddy. Bye, bye. What a little man. <laughs> Wait, did you say little old man? No, I said a little man. Oh, no, okay. I was little. like, wait. Man does look like a little old man, though. You know, he looks. He looks like. Oh, he like knows. Uncle Grandpa. No, that's just us. No, I mean, I think he's he's little and he's an old man. Little old man. Anyways, um, sorry, we. I kind of, I think I might have diverted from Jack's earlier question of, um, are we still taking COVID seriously? We're probably going to get more into George Floyd later. I would say my answer to that is yes and no. Yes. Yes. Okay. How have you taken it seriously in short and how you kind of dropped the ball? Okay. I have dropped the ball. I know this for sure. (laughs) Because at work, you know. I'm with the same two people every day, you know, and we're supposed to wear masks in the truck wherever we go. But I don't wear a mask in the truck with both of them. And I know that, yeah, they could possibly, like, you know, have COVID, and then I could give COVID to them, or it could give COVID to someone else. But I know that those two people, you know, they're probably responsible like me, and after work, I literally just go to bed. So... I'm just assuming that they haven't come into contact with anybody that has COVID. So that's like dropping the ball, but also dropping the ball responsibly, if you know what I mean. I don't know, Jack. Just imagine if everyone used that logic, like every single person assumed that the people around them were being responsible. The odds of everyone being right 
are so slim and the odds of that impacting everyone regardless of if they made that assumption are like incredibly high yeah i guess that is dropping but i'll clear why i'm a hypocrite elijah (laughs) oh i mean and i think the ways that i've dropped the ball has been like not keeping up with uh like updates uh as much as i was before um just like not intaking like that news at all really at this point except for like um very like specific instances uh so just like not staying informed i mean i'm still like not really uh going out much um so like wearing masks at like grocery stores and stuff but like um yeah just not like being informed and then i think just it's like a it's like a subconscious thing in terms of just like not thinking about it as much so not internally taking it as seriously until I get reminders from like other people I guess in terms of just like how real the like impact of it is because you know people are still struggling mm-hmm. yeah that's fair um I I definitely still I've gone back to work since um we've and lost you were the last one in the office yesterday yes I was um or and with that I said, work hard, play hard. Oh, barely playing. Um, but still, I I think that's kind of a testament to, like, what Jack was saying to where it's, like, you just have to kind of trust. And I, I'd like to think that this is less of, like, a luxury because I'm, like, I probably collectively have $20 between two accounts. Or, no, my uncle just sent me money, so I have more. But before that, I had, like, less than five collectively. Give but, it to that uncle money. Uh, dude, right? Ah. Uh, I love that money. Here's basically my dad. I love him. Um, But yeah, it's, it's been really difficult. So it definitely is, I think, a time where you have to use that like responsible judgment to where it's like, I'm going to take a risk, but this is like a calculated one. Hmm. Now where I don't do that is um, (laughs) in dating. Um, Elijah knows this, but I've been um, dating someone and seeing them for maybe the past month and a half. Good for you. Proud of you. I, but also dropping the ball. Really, really dropping the ball because All right. I, like, it's it's the, like, the agreement is that his circle's small, my circle's small, and, like, he meets with people, or he'll, he'll meet with, like, one of his friends that he records with, and, you know, a small group of people, he'll, is he, like... Is this SoundCloud work. rapper? No, don't, don't ever speak like that again um i just i just asked because you said you said records with he records with i i, I mean that, no, that could mean anything i was trying to make a joke not <clears throat> just working music but okay it's good music <laughs> so it's not soundcloud rap material exactly okay it's, it's really good um i can't even really describe his style he's kind of all over the place but like in a good way just in that he goes into different genres a lot but good stuff um yeah, and that's something that's definitely <laughs> a risk on paper that might not be worth it, you know, but it's not, a, it's not a responsible risk, and I can totally acknowledge that. Will that knowledge stop me from doing Honestly, it? Probably. Like, if you're gonna, if you're not gonna follow it, then, I mean, it's, it's so fine at this point, like, we're already skyrocketing, like, millions of cases, you know, and if it, if it goes to three million, goes, we've already fucked o- ourselves over, you know. So, 
Yeah. It's still just like, I just still have that. Uh, I mean, I feel like anyone or anyone with a conscious should still have that guilt of like, be careful. Yeah, be be careful. But if you don't be careful, you're taking it with a great result. You know, like, it's still, you know, there could be, there could be a great risk, but you never know. You could still be fine. Yeah, yeah. But there could I, be a big risk. There could be. Right. You could still die, though, you know? Jack. But hey, like, here's how I think of it. I could die driving to work. Yeah. And never die from COVID. But I, I think... Take, but I still wear a seatbelt. Mm-hmm. And I still wear a mask. Because you know what? Gotta pray, practice safe life practices. <laughs> practice safe life practices. <laughs> Um, can that be, like, in the description for this video? Just practice <laughs> yes. safe life practices? See, I um, think about wearing a mask, like, wearing a condom. You don't know. No, exactly. you should. It's no, more of a priority. Let me get my point out, because it's kind of funny. So, a lot hey, of people... Hey, we have ten minutes remaining. Yeah, no, I'll just have a new video. But here's, okay. my, here's my thought. I had it the other day, and I haven't said it out loud before, so it might sound it's crazy. Weird. So, you, you know... want to think about the first, Jack? Wait, let me create the next meeting because I will have unlimited uh, time. Oh, that's okay, good. We get it. You have connections, whatever. I'm going to get uh, on that sorry. now. Wait, right, wait, do you so. know how to screen? Do you know how to record? Oh, I guess not. Yeah, you, you, you can record and just send it to me. But anyway, here's my... He, he doesn't know how. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so never mind, Jack. I'll just... I'll okay, just... sorry, Jack, your thought. All right, my thought. Which actually is probably not that good of a thought now that I thought of it. Yeah, that's what I was like. Or I, not okay. that's not good. Here's my general idea, but it's more of a, it's, it's very safe. Mm-hmm. You should always wear a condom because preventing a baby, uh, preventing HPV and all those other STDs, you know, that's the only way you're not going to get it. I hope most of the time. Also, just, just just not, I guess. And and you think about it, wearing a mask, it's the only way to protect yourself. But you're still. Uh, the difference is though, protect. like with with one, there's like a ninety nine percent, you know, like a uh, chance of not, you know, getting anything. And then with the other, it's more like a, I don't know, like sixty percent kind of. Yeah, you know, because the, but the chance is still there, you know. Also, like, I, I think better frame this imagine if the possibility of you getting pregnant actually meant that that pregnancy were contagious well i mean neither jack or i can yeah listen (laughs) to make that parallel to covid you can't just think of it making yourself pregnant forget biology right now but you would be getting 15 other people pregnant just by virtue of accidentally coming in contact with them. Like, you getting COVID doesn't only mean that you would get COVID. The scary part is that you could give that to three people alone, and then them to three people, and then from them, three people alone, and then from that person, three people from them. Like, yeah. it's the rate but of, like... I know that's not, you know, but that could be the same thing with HPV, or syphilis, or chlamydia. You think about that. But HPV isn't as contagious. Chlamydia, you have to do something very specific and intimate to do that. 
I could just, someone could just walk on a train behind someone and touch the same rail that goes, and like, <clears throat> they got it. <laughs> I have a good point. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to originally cut that thing out of, of our podcast because it sounds very stupid now that I said that. No, please. I don't think, I don't think so. I don't think it was yeah. stupid. I'm sure other people think of that too. So that might be helpful to keep in, but I mean, whatever you want. But still, hey, what I was trying to say at the end of that is that, you know, I don't, I don't like taking those chances, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, of course, I'm going to wear a mask. Like I wear a condom. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, we're going to take a quick break and come back just to do the meeting time? Or do we want to wait for this to run out? Let's just wait for this to run out so we don't use up our other time. Yeah, I mean, there's still, like, a whole, like... Six minutes. Yeah, I can. I can. Uh, I can. Uh, you can't read. Anyways, um, I think we should talk about activism next because that's something that's been interesting me a lot and pissing me off. Big activist. Big activist stuff. Big. Big. Activist. big. Oh, I'm a big, big activist guy. Uh, but yeah, d- elaborate. Um, I, I think uh, probably this term has been like all over the place you know, over the past few weeks, but just, like, the whole performative activism thing. Yeah. Um, um, that's just been frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, this whole spiel will probably sound, like, really self-indulgent and kind of, like, narcissistic, but, uh, at the risk of sounding that way, here we go. Uh, I definitely, like, consider myself an activist in, like, a genuine one. Like, I don't really do things for show is there like i'll see some underlying desire that people know that i support things yes but i don't know it's only a virtue signal i feel like everyone wants a virtue signal but i think like yeah, true and internally i virtue to let people know like i have your it's less about like i'm a good person it's like i don't think that you know oh so could you i'm sorry what could you be just like for example, like the Black Square Tuesday thing. Yeah, see, that shit's performative. <laughs> Mostly because yeah. I'm like, if you do nothing else, even I, I just, people that just go to the square, what does that do? Well, because I mean, the, the thing with that too is there's like a ton of other ways to like impact um, that, that don't necessarily like cost any money if that's like a concern. In terms of like uh, signing petitions, um, like sharing, uh, like GoFundMe's and things like that. Um, so I mean, I definitely see, I definitely see where you're coming from there. I mean, at the same time, though, I like I think we gotta acknowledge that like everyone starts somewhere with that, and um, yeah, yeah, I don't know, because there is like a partial like elitism when it comes to like just the activist community in general, where it's like. Um, if you don't know, like, these things don't get involved in this way, if even, like, even if you had no, like, knowledge of it beforehand, then, like, you're not, like, a real, uh, like, ally, basically, and I think that's working at kind of, like, um, dangerous in terms of, um, I don't know, just shooing people over to the other side, kind of, out of, uh, yeah, I don't know, like, a kind of, um, like higher than thou kind of like attitude. Yeah, I I definitely get, get that, and I think I definitely have traits of that for sure. Um, 
But I think with that, specifically in, you know, the George Floyd and like the Black Lives Matter movement, <clears throat> it's been really important, at least for me, as like someone that's half Black, but obviously is considered Black by literally anyone who meets her, that like, I don't, who meets her? What the fuck was that? Did I just like transition into third person? <laughs> like a narration style? That was weird. <laughs> I um, heard Morgan Freeman. But yeah, who meets her? <laughs> that was not working for me. That was like somewhere Dungeons and Dragons master. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I'm scared of like distancing allies by also being critical of like the ways that they're promoting support. Like, I don't think it's right for people to go around and being like, you're just now realizing this is a problem. Like, should we mention that maybe? Yes, I think we should yeah. be like, hey, uh, uh, this isn't the first time in this year or last year or the year before that last decade. It wasn't the 50th time. Like there have been so many times that all yeah. of you guys have collectively been involved and did nothing. And for some reason now you guys are starting, but like, personally, I'm just kind of like, I'm, I like the fact that we're getting started eventually, you know, but yeah, yeah, for sure. I think my issue is just like getting started for that week. Cause I guess we can go into this later. Um, there's just like a number of people that I've reached out to to be like, hey, let's do things within fraternity and sorority life. Jack, I didn't even touch the fraternities because frankly, I don't like a lot of the men in the fraternities. And I think I don't trust them to even care about Black Lives Matter. I don't want to have to cuss I out anybody. I don't trust them either. So that makes sense. So I've only really talked to the sororities about it. Um, but what's the reception been? That's the thing. For the first week, well, you were talking about activism. Yeah, more like slacktivism. But, um, but <laughs> Elijah's being a circle. Um, but yeah, basically my picking up from where I left off, uh, it just kind of, oh no, it is. It's really disheartening to kind of have a group of people that were very vocal and I specifically contacted. And that's not to say that there aren't people within the group that I know care, but <sighs> realistically, if you care about a, a problem, you know, one week, a week later, why would that issue have less significance to you? You know, mm -hmm. if it were a genuine concern. Um, and I get like other people have lives. It's, there's a pandemic going on. Like, I don't, I can't even begin to imagine, you know, they're coping and what areas they live in. There's a number of things to concern. And I'm, um, I'm very aware of that. But I think I, am especially disappointed that a lot of members within sorority life have really acted like they cared um and made a really good point of making it seem like they did and actively participating and making calls to action to support even past this week and then they've been the specific people that at least i've seen that have dropped off the most and that's mm -hmm. not to you know that's not to really target anyone. It's just to make that observation that you probably don't care as much as you were saying that you do. And it's convenient for you to drop this, give your support for a week, give your time, even possibly donate. But when someone's saying, hey, and this could, you know, be me trying to make myself, you know, this like martyr, and I'm not trying to do that. But if I'm like, hey, we, we're part of a thing on campus, right? Like Jack, you can, you know, speak to this fsl is big like does the school revolve around sororities and fraternities no mm -hmm. for, for uh, fraternity and sorority life 
It's big. Like I had no idea. You not everyone. <laughs> oh, really? No, I never heard um, of his FSL, but now I have, so I'm good. That's what the department's. That's what Casey Cole's according. Never mind. Forget it. Uh. Um, <laughs> never mind, Jack. <laughs> I uh, I feel like I'm not articulating this well, and I'm trying to write the line of not being confrontational, even on here, because I'm no, like, I, I don't know if anyone's gonna listen to this. But I also want to like be very clear that I'm pissed off by it. Um, so I think I'll just say you should send it to them after um, this. Yeah, I should. Uh, in the group chat that no one really responds to. Anymore, that is. Uh, but besides the point, I think my issue is that we all acknowledge that fraternity and sorority life on campus, they're not like the biggest force on campus, but they're one of the largest groups of people that these new members flock to. Like, what, what, what's the percentage? That like 70% of students are, are in Greek life? Is that sad? Is it so really accurate? that big? I yeah. think like 60-40. 60 crazy. 60% of women are, and I think 40% of men in terms of mm. Granted, I mean, it's either over half or damn near. Yeah, you know? I feel like oh, I know a lot of people that are in a That's crazy. Thing. But I know, I yeah. know it's men that are in fraternities, and I do want uh, That's fair. But I think regardless, it's probably the largest group of people that represent Allegheny in organizations outside of Allegheny. And with that platform, if you really want to do something, that is totally the avenue to take. Like, there's no way in hell that we can raise money to support literacy by giving some kid who probably already knows how to read a Dr. Seuss book. You guys can't try and raise money, or it's so hard to contact an advisor about how we could raise money for an organization about saving Black lives. But everyone wants to post about how sororities and fraternities that that thread that basically talked about what fraternities and sororities can do to be better allies, whatever, mm -hmm. end quote. Why are you so comfortable posting that and within a week's time, proudly dropping it? Absolutely no qualms about it. Like, don't even respond calls specifically to you. Not like I'm calling people, but like if we're messaging each other, you're getting added you completely ignore it and continue to post about your birthday or not even your birthday but like your dog's birthday someone else's birthday like, yeah I'm like, what is going on you literally posted about like how this platform could be used and now you're doing absolutely nothing and you're consciously doing absolutely nothing because people have contacted you about the part that you claim that you want to play in this it's it's like beyond upsetting like you can definitely and it can be a week you're, you're coming like, out a i'm lot. actually oh sorry oh but um i i was kind of i i also i feel like i've thought of a lot of the same things as you were thinking and and uh your maybe sorority or fraternity members you know your brothers and sisters um they they kind of uh, drop the ball a little bit, if you know what I mean. A lot. Yeah. And could you say that because I know in names? My, yes. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I, no names. We don't need that right now. Joking. I'm joking. No, I know you're joking. Okay. Yeah, but so you could say a lot of those people are in your sorority, Alpha Alpha Chi, or pretty. It's pretty much a white sorority. Actually, can I just say it hasn't, there have been one or two people in my sorority, but 
the people in my sorority have actually been pretty good about like responding kind of dropping the ball but i feel like i know that they care about it mm-hmm. i don't know why they're not as active as i'd expect them to be but it's kind of been other sororities and that's not to be like alpha chi till i die i frankly don't give a fuck but i i do think that the chi's have been in a little bit more contact with me than the other sororities i mean that's good yeah, yeah. Not really, because it's like maybe because I'm pretty sure they're the only one that has a black sister. I don't think they have any black members at all. Yeah, that, that's another thing, like increasing membership of um, African-American and general other than white people and sororities at Allegheny. I think that would kind of do do wonders for just life, probably. Yeah, but. I mean, they'd have to start by making it a place that you'd want to be at. Like, yeah. I don't know how many white people I'm, like, actually cool with. And I'm not just cool with them because, like, oh, I have white friends. Like, I actually enjoy them. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't want to be a part of this shit. Imagine someone that comes from, like, a predominantly black neighborhood to where there's, like, a hard-rooted, like, deep, deep, deep-rooted adversarial relationship when you see a white person. Because I totally know those areas. I've grown up in those areas where it's, like, black Latino kids are always, like, fuck white people just for fun like nothing even has to happen just fun and you expect them to like now want to join a predominantly white institution that when the time came only put out a statement only put out a statement or reposted the school statement and then went back to posting birthdays in philanthropy like why would anyone of color want to be a part of that and then when people do have these performative you know bouts of oh, wow, I care, it drops after a week. Like, why would any person of color want to be a part of that? And I agree with you there. There is a great organization on our campus that is a, it's a sorority, it's a service. The Zeta? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah wow. No, it's all right. Sorry about that. Here you go. No, I don't. I thought, obviously I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear anything. Yeah, no, no sorry. <laughs> I just got roasted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> that hurt my ego. <laughs> I didn't hear anything that happened, but just your response uh, coming back. I didn't hear what they said, but I heard your responses, and it was it was hilarious. Did you hear the fuck you under my breath? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't at all. That was bad. I <laughs> it's just like the trademark Jack like looks back, smiling like yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what made the fuck you even just- funny. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, it's so good, Jack. So funny. All right, so uh, you know, um, fakes and, and snakes and um, sorry. Yeah, that's me ranting. Literally, move on to any topic you want. I've just been really pressed about it. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I forgot what I was talking about. Sorry, I. I have to go say sorry soon. (laughs) (laughs) You want to go do that, Jack? You don't have to wait. No, I'm good. I'm good. I I got it.
Okay. Um, but no, Jack, did, did you want to say something? Or was I the only one that had anything to say on the topic of activism? We can drop oh. it. I oh, no, piece. but I posted a black square. Mm-hmm. And then I thought about it for like 40 minutes. And I was just like, wait, what is this going to do? Yeah. And I deleted it. Did you do anything outside of it? Um, oh, I, I donated $50 to um, the Pittsburgh uh, protest bail fund. Oh, hell yeah. Hell, hell, hell yeah. Hell Went yeah. to a protest yeah. in Market Square, too. That was pretty nice. Yeah, the thing with the black square, I think, too, is that, like, the whole purpose of it is to, like, show uh, solidarity, I think, but at the time as well, um, because of the hashtags, you know, it was, uh, you know, kind of... um, Drowning out. Yeah, yeah, drowning out all the other information that, you know, comes under the Black Lives Matter hashtags and stuff like that, where, like, you could get information like, hey, this area, you want to stay away from it because this crazy stuff is going on and a ton of people like in real time, like on like Twitter or Instagram are like, yeah, this crazy stuff is going on just so you know, like X, Y, Z, whatever it is. And it was just like all black squares. I mean, I, I posted one um, too. I mean, I put like um, a link as well for um, a petition to like stop the use of uh, tear gas or was it rubber bullets? don't remember but then i was like wait but if it's just all mixed in with the black squares then that's gonna not do anything so uh coordination i mean i think a lot of the times in situations like this there are people that are very well-meaning in the situation um myself included but um i guess misguided in terms of like the impact of it because i didn't even think about like what it would do to like the like algorithm and Instagram and until yeah. like other people had mentioned it and I was like oh wow that actually makes a lot of sense like yeah damn. Sure. yeah I didn't know I that agree, but yeah. thank you no I definitely get that I feel like a part of this is also like going back to at least personally my fear of like alienating people that are well-intentioned is um like, I know that there are some people who have been told, like, for a really long time at this point, that, like, sometimes the best thing to do is just to listen, you know, and then compile that with, like, it's not even more recent, but another kind of slogan is, like, white silence is, like, violence. Mm -hmm. It's, like, I can see to where it could feel like it's contradicting. And, you know, on the day specifically blackout tuesday to where people are saying like this is the day to really try and lift black voices i can see why some people wouldn't post or why some people would just post a black square to try and be and like jack what are you doing (laughs) that looks so scary though i like only caught that first (laughs) that was weird um I I can see why someone would just post a black square in solidarity, like as an effort to say like, Hey, I might, I might not be speaking, but I'm listening. Like I can see where that could be the intention, but (sighs) you guys are fucking weird. Um, just Elijah's nose and mouth are on the camera and Jack's like inverting his entire face. It's just weird. Um, I don't even know what I was saying. This is a shit show. Elijah, what are you doing? Okay. Keeping in mind that this is an audio podcast. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, you're right. Um, but besides the point, I, yeah, I just have a statement. I can kind of see where things can feel conflicting and people don't know what to do. So I don't think that people that are necessarily lost are part of the problem. I think like the effort matters a lot. Now, if I do what I like, there to be results. Yes, but I definitely am a part of that group that like appreciates the effort as long as it's genuine and consistent. Right, right. Like, I don't want to shit on people. For like, that whole Ellen thing, did you see where Ellen, like, made a statement about Black Lives Matter, but said people of color as opposed to Black people? Yeah. Well, she got dragged. Oh. Like, they completely I did. dragged So, okay. Man. I have, like, a, a, a wild, not, can I change the topic a little bit? No. Yeah, yeah. go for it. Okay, so I was listening to NPR this morning, and um, they're talking about, like, um, corporations that are, like, you know, that responded to, like, the Black Lives Matter movement, and so they're talking about, like, Band-Aids, you know, and you know how Band-Aids have, are, are changing the colors for different people's skin tones. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, 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 if, you know, I've never really thought about that, because I've never thought about Band-Aids on other people's like skin and mine you know so, but if like yeah, I, yeah I, I mean i think that's been like a little bit of a, a dialogue in the last like couple of years or so um in terms of like band-aids one thing but then also like makeup companies in terms yeah. of um like color palettes and whatnot and um yeah so i don't know i mean i i think yeah i mean i think i, so, think, it's, I think it's pretty cool so per se like this is my, I feel like a little bit like of my not knowing and might come off as kind of a Michael Scott question, but do, is, is putting band-aids, like putting a regular band-aid on, you know, you, you definitely can see it more like on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. On, like on an African-American. Please, please. Need to change that. Yeah. Like I'd change it. I mean, I feel like it's just a necessary thing you have to do. You know? Yeah. Wait, so what's the question? I'm sorry. The the argument against that was just like that band-aids. Oh, people are arguing against it. Yeah. I mean, I don't see what problem there would be with it in terms of like just having like more options with that in general. It just seems like a kind, nice thing to do. Yeah, that's so weird. I don't... That's so weird. Yeah. I hadn't heard, I'm not surprised, but it's just like, that's kind of a new level of what the fuck. Yeah. That people, and it's not like they're taking away the nude, or it's not even nude, it's just fucking nude for white. Mm-hmm. They're, I'm so confused. Why? They're, they're not like dwindling the stock of no. like that pigments. Yeah, they're just adding it. more. I don't, I don't yeah. think... I don't think anybody's upset about that other than white supremacists. So, you know, it's probably a small minority of people that are mad. And also probably the Tucker Carlson types as well. I wouldn't even say that it's a small minority at this point. I really wouldn't. But I feel like for the Band-Aid one, it's like, who who really... I think that's genius, and I think they probably should have done that earlier because they're probably going to make a lot of money off of it. Yeah, I think secondly, yeah, it's kind of weird that less about them caring, that they didn't think of that as a way to exploit people by just 
selling the same product but colored differently like I know. the fact that they were on that earlier i'm kind of like this kind of marketing team but yeah i mean I now they're just capitalizing on what was already there yeah and they profit from it so i don't think they like i don't really think that they should frame it i mean i can see where someone maybe on that team does realize that like hey it's helping not make literally the default skin color white like that's a good thing and that mm-hmm. doesn't normalize elijah what the fuck i don't know why this is happening <laughs> oh but the other corporation was um hbo max if you've heard of them they're like the hbo mm-hmm. streaming service now yeah and they got rid of Gone with the Wind because... Oh, yeah! Oh. I did that. Mm-hmm. And they got they like, took it off because um, I've never actually seen Gone with the Wind. But oh, it's... Is it, is it like... Is it a, kind of has racist connotations with Nazis? It's not even... No, it's not racist connotations. It's just the fact that if you have something that takes place in the you know civil war south you're gonna have slaves and i think the history of gone with the wind like hattie mcdaniel's the woman that plays me like the slave in that movie that's like the right hand of um scarlet character like to her her character her basically her closest slave that was the first black woman to win an oscar and the academy wouldn't even let her write her own speech she had to come in through the kitchen to get to the award ceremony. And they kicked her out after. I'm, wait, I'm not sure if they kicked her out after. She had to come out, she had to come into the kitchen. And I don't remember the production company. It might have been Warner Brothers. No, it wasn't Warner Brothers. Paramount? I don't know. But they wrote her speech for her. So she wouldn't be able to say anything. I thought and Gone was- But I thought Gone with the Wind was the movie about. Um, I thought it was about the people that were kind of trying to flee Nazis or something like that. That's Sound yeah. of Music. Oh, Sound of Music. I've never I seen either of those movies, so I definitely have to watch them. And also, at least in Sound of Music, like, the Nazis are villains. Slavery and Gone with the Wind is totally normal. And oh, I get it. it. Like, oh. yeah, like, they're running from the Nazis, and the Nazis are not good people. They're running Damn, from I need them. to watch these movies. They sound really good. Sound of Music is great. I, I always, I don't think I've ever gotten to the Nazi part, because Sound of Music is weird in that it starts off school where, like, Julie Andrews is taking care of, like, basically the Brady Bunch in, like, this house, and, like, they're all sweet, and they're, like, singing Do, Re, Mi, and, like, just being really sweet, and then, like, the second part of the movie, Nazis come, like, it's a really weird tone shift, and, like, one of the daughters is dating a Nazi, but, like, he doesn't play there and he sings about like her being young. It's weird. It's weird. But it's a tone shift. It goes from being a musical to a Nazi escape movie. And it's like, I don't think I watched the second part because it just ruins the sound of music for me. You should yes. watch so, the second part, it sounds like, is what, I, what I'm hearing. I don't want to watch the second part. <laughs> so I like- what I'm hearing, though, is you're, you're giving information about the second part without having seen it at all. It includes the Nazis. <laughs> Oh, yes. But anyway, so after HBO, so like after HBO Max like got rid of Gone with the Wind, it became like the top 10 most watched movies on like iTunes, Amazon, and on demand, you know? 
So the question is like, should have they got rid of it? Because is that like burning books, as one would say? You know, burning. Oh, I hear what you mean. Yeah. I don't think that's applicable specifically to people wanting to preserve the Civil War for this history's sake. There's no way on this planet that anyone will forget the Civil War because no one in the U.S. will shut up about it. Like whether it's Black people talking about slavery, whether it's white people praising their great uncle for being a fucking war hero, whatever. Like no one's going to stop talking about it. So like, why are we acting like the fact that this movie is being taken off of HBO Max for normalizing slavery or at least showing slavery in a relatively neutral light, which I get for, for, you know, four times it totally was neutral or negative, but like people didn't think of it as that bad, specifically white people. Like, I get those were the times, but if they're a private company, if you want to, like, employ that capitalistic view that, like, hey, they can do whatever they want with their money and let them just, you know, financially take the hit for it, let them do it. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one's going to forget about the Civil War because it's off. I, no one watches HBO Max. That's my first point. Yeah, I, mean, so I didn't no even know it existed. No. I barely knew that was a thing. So who cares? The two people that were watching it watched Gone with the Wind and they have to go somewhere else to watch it. Secondly, who who cares? Everyone's gonna still remember the Civil War. It's not like book burning. It's not like all it'd be like book burning if all the copies of Gone with the Wind were gone. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. literally what that would be. Yeah. Ooh. Cracked my shoulder pretty well. I hate but um I guess another one of those arguments is, oh, the other one was they were talking about was the pretty old one of statues. And for me, I really oh, give yeah. less of a shit about statues. You can tear them down if you want to tear them down. It doesn't matter to me. Because most of the statues that were built were in the 1880s and 1920, you know, yeah. for the rise of the KKK. So it's like, I that actually during um, civil rights era that they erect more statues than at any point in history. Mm-hmm. Specifically oh, in the 1950s okay. and 1960s that they placed more than any other time that there was like an influx of statues being placed. And obviously it seems like it was in reference to black people wanting rights just as a way to remind them that they were once enslaved. Yikes. Thoughts on taking down statues, Elijah? I'm all for it if the, like, statues that are getting taken down are of, like, horrible people. Yeah, I, I feel like, I, I feel like that doesn't need any more elaboration. Yeah, yeah. If, if horrible things, like, I, I had a tear thought. the statue down. So, I also, like, I, you know, I'm tear them down, but, like, also, in a less, in a less extreme version, I... I don't know how I feel about it. Because or put I'm, them in museums, like, maybe. I don't know. Put them in the horrible people section. I'm either in like a very extreme mood or just like a very like calm, okay kind of mood, you know? Mm-hmm. So right now I'm just like, you could tear them down. All right, I'd be fine with that. But also if you wrote like a, you could tear them down, but then have a plaque of like, this used to be this statue, you know? And this mm. is what it meant. You know, and this is what he did, and this is why it went down. 
True. I mean, so then, like, and the powerful. legacy's still there, and then, you know, you're still telling the history. You put, like, a little iMovie right there, too, and, like, you just have, like, a little short five-minute video. Okay, we're in 2020. This isn't 2050 yet. Uh, <laughs> videos? Outdoors? No. It's a little hologram. It's just... <laughs> I know. Oh, I was gonna make a joke. It's not good. Um, well, now I, I want to hear my it. Only thing, I can't say it. I'll mess. I think Jack and I want to hear it. I'll say it later. Um, only I think the thing is I don't know that I often reflex. I think if I'm at a museum or if I'm at a park, specifically to look at statues or a field trip, then yeah, but. Any given statue, like, I know I work in a complex where there's a statue outside, and I think I might have read it once, and I have no idea, I don't remember what's on it. So I don't know that, I think to any person walking by, that statue looks like it's commemorating someone honorable. Mm. And I don't know that it would really get the point across just how black, but I do think that's, like, a way to satisfy both sides, but I'm like, mm. I mean, I think, yeah, I'm just going to go back to the, put it in a museum then, put it in the horrible people section. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I know a lot of people, um, specifically when this topic comes up, they make a lot of parallels to um, Germany and how they handle the history of the Holocaust. I hate that parallel. And how, why? Because then they talk about, you know, how they destroyed it and look where they are. I'm just like, come on. Wait, can you go into that more? Really oh, I heard that parallel being drawn last night, and some my, you know, my someone I'm close with. I just don't want to describe their name. Um, they were saying, oh, you know, Germany did that. They they erased all of the, you know, they don't allow hit, statues of Hitler or anything like that. And like, why would there be a statue of Hitler? He lost the war. You don't. You don't commemorate people who lost wars, you know? That is not the reason why you don't commemorate Hitler! Well, I mean, that's, that's the main reason. I mean, okay, that's not the main reason you don't commemorate history. I mean, Hitler. But okay, if you, if you won the war, you'd probably be commemorating him. Which I don't think would be good, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it would be good, but it would be... It would we would be commemorating him because we would yeah because I think there'd be the general school of thought would have won and people would have been like wow he I just realized that there's just there's literally just a record button yeah I don't see that it's like well do you have Zoom on your phone or on my computer oh well, yeah I have no idea then oh I mean it's on my computer too and it's like literally just like right next to the screen share option. I don't have that. I'm looking at, yeah, I, don't, I have chat participant, I have chat and share, and that's it. Huh? We also have nine mittens, mittens. We have nine Oh, yes. Mittens. But, like, you, under, you understand, like, what I mean. Like, not, we don't commemorate just because he didn't win the war. But also, you know, he killed so many people. But you know what I mean. No, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah we don't have a statue of, like, King George outside, you know, like. Maybe we do have statues of Columbus, and he, like, didn't do anything correctly. I mean, he didn't even discover America. I mean, he discovered the Dominican Republic and Haiti. And so why do we Canula. have statues? 
and he killed many, many. As an explorer, a great explorer whose like greatest findings were shit. He got to the wrong place. Why? Why do we? I, I don't get that. And I think at this point, people know the history enough that they know that there's no logic behind it. It's just about the fact of you preserve tradition and preserving yeah. tradition with no intention is so stupid. Like, if it serves no function, get rid of it. Like, there's no reason to commemorate Columbus. We know he didn't do anything. You, I guess you could claim that you weren't taught about this if you grew up in the 70s or 80s, whatever. But at this point, we all know Columbus didn't even do anything well, or at least in terms of finding the U.S. So why do we keep it up? Just because, like, Columbus has already been so deep-rooted in, like, our understanding of America? Then change it. Like, it's not... It takes an effort, sure, but like it's not difficult. But like, yeah, just tear it down. Put a new face on them, you know, like put a. Well, I mean, it's it's a statue burning. It's not really gonna. No, you can burn it. You can burn anything. Anyways, (laughs) uh, we have seven minutes left. Where do you want to take the show? Take it dark. Like, are we gonna continue? Um. What time is it? Oh, it's 4.30. Anybody hungry right now? I was actually thinking about food, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of hungry. Alrighty, you're hungry. Well, any closing thoughts? I guess short thing to add. This was a little not organized, but it is what it is. It's our first back. Yeah, you know how it is. Um, yeah, and you introduced... Uh, oh, has anybody ever seen Cheeky Blinders? Wait, see what? Sorry, I didn't hear. The, the show Peaky huh? Blinders on Netflix. Did you just no, say Peaky Blinders? Peaky Blinders. It's, it's bad shit, crazy. What oh, Bo- Bojack Horseman, anyone? I still need, I to, I still need to watch it. I'm oh, so good. good. Wait, what, what's Peaky Blinders? We're just... Okay, so so Peaky Blinders is a show about... Nope, um, use it today. It's in... It's about 1920s London gay- gangsters. I mean, not London, but English gangsters. And they're based in like, you said gay gangsters. I was like, gang. it's so specific. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're in a razor blade gang. And they're really fucked up. But, like, they have, like, a really, like, 1920s vibe to it, too. So it's really cool. And the, the dude, the main guy, is, like, very... It's kind of weird looking. But in a good way, you know what I mean? No idea. Like, you know the guy from iRobot, or yeah. not iRobot, but Mel- Oh, Mel- Rami Malik. Oh, it's yeah. It's like that good, weird looking. Oh, no. It's like, Tori's good looking, but something's off. Yeah, like something, like, he definitely wants to fucking murder you. or. Yeah, Rami Malik like totally hasn't. But like, okay, he'd I let mean- him murder you because, like... No, no. If he came up to you, I'd, I'd just be like, all right, fine. This is, this is I, how my life I can assure you, I would not let him go. All right, fair enough. Not to second that. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it, it's a really good show. There's like six seasons of it, but it's really depressing too. Gonna have to take like a little sad break every so often, you know. Like I, I started watching it like six months ago, and then I was just like, look, this is too depressing for me right now. I'm not making. It's like six seasons. An hour each episode, you know, like ten episodes. Okay, like, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, so like you know, it takes it takes a good amount of effort. But it's I mean, good. I think that's where you need to balance it out by like also have a show that you're watching that's like more like just lighthearted comedy or something at the same time. So mm-hmm. you're like, wow, that was like tense. All right, time for a big time funny funny. Besides anime. Hmm? Have you been watching anything besides anime? Uh, recently, like, it's either been anime, uh, political commentaries, and, yeah, that's been, that's been about it, really. That's sick. Can we talk about Teach for America? I know we've talked about it, but. We didn't even talk that you're going to be working for Teach for America. Oh, well, yeah, that's, that's, that's what's happening. That is so fucking cool. It is. Talk about it, Elijah. Do you want like forty more minutes to talk about it? Because I'd give you forty more minutes to talk about it, my man. Um, you know, maybe we should have this in the next episode. We should. I I think you should be our next guest again because I'm thinking about it, and I think I derailed the conversation with my rant. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, I think either way, like you've introduced the element of chaos here, so. um, I think that's what I'm good for. So is this? Is this officially the regroup of a black and a half and Jack? Oh, wait, 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 wait. I don't think that people that listen to this know. So for anyone listening that is a newcomer, hello. We were previously a black and a half with Jack on WARC 90.3 Meadville radio station. And yeah, we, we back in it. I didn't even think about that. Also, next time, someone needs to give me like, control of the like audio because i mean i'm sorry i've been listening to like a lot of npr and there's just a lot of like dead space where with something like npr there would be like music in the background and you know that makes the like awkward transitions and like silence you know one thousand percent my man i can send it to you in like five seconds you can do all of it i'm fine with it well, you know, I don't, I don't really know about, I don't really know about all, all of that. Just, just for, just, just for next time. Just, 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 just for next time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, Shailen, I don't know. Uh, I don't know that I can give <laughs> black man that power. That. I did um, not say that. Um, I did not say that. I did not say that. All right. All right. Um, Wait. Okay. So we we all have we all have to stay on because I'm gonna I'm gonna prove that that she did. And, I did not. And, and I'm gonna send I'm gonna send what you sent me. Okay, Jack. This is the part that you cut. Okay, Jack. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it then. I'll send you the screenshot of what you sent me. Oh, it, you're, 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 it's too janky for me to even... No. All right. That's what you get for having an Android. All right. Now, um, let's meet All right, week. So this has been Alleghenians Learning to Quarantine. We'll be back I forgot. That's what this was next called. week. I'm a black, so, I'm goodbye, black and a half everyone. I'll see you later. I'm gonna go. Show no formerly titled "Black and a Half with Jack." All right. Goodbye, guys. Much love, guys.